Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I am joined, as always, by Jamzine and Crow, if you guys would like to say hi. Hello. I was waiting Yo. for Crow to say hi, but he, don't, he didn't say anything. You know you are always first. I am never first. Am I? Okay. Yes. I didn't, yeah, roll I didn't know that was the thing. Okay. We're, before we start <laughs> recording the intro from now on, we're going to roll initiative. <laughs> oh my god. Who goes first? We were supposed oh, and to then, come up with a better one. Uh, dude, we'll figure it out soon. <laughs> but oh, getting... <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, and getting into the recap. Last time on Cerulean Roll, our heroes settled their business within the peony petal. Eldorus finally got the lemon and limes that he needed, that they needed, at a small expense, which put him in debt. <clears throat> With that knowledge in mind, our sailors head to sea once more. And as they sailed, Eldorus made small talk with Adric, trying to teach him how to sail. After a bit on sea, Jewel began to run around with high energy as she made her way over to Nanette. She asked Nanette if she wanted to do target practice, and as Jewel went to go grab the dummy, it caused a wreck in the crew, with everyone tumbling down the stairs from this cursed yeah. item. Talk about a total party kill, am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> the only no! one who gets a face. <laughs> um, hopefully those rolls are non-existent. This session. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, Adric learned the basics of sailing. He continued onwards with the compass pointing straight one. ahead. <laughs> with the natural one. <laughs> he learned a little um, bit. <laughs> he learned a tiny bit. He learned how to keep the ship straight. Um, mm. Kishi managed to crawl <laughs> his way up to the deck in a full-body cast, and informed everyone that Eldorus had some strange behavior. And as Nanette agreed and began to head downstairs, she was met with a broken Eldorus, slumped over and looking defeated. Oh. Nanette was quick to act and began to try her best to cheer him up, which she successfully did. And as the day began to march on as normal, the crew, besides Nanette and Eldorus, went to bed as Nanette sat atop the bird's nest and began to listen to the shell that Delir had given her. She was quickly sucked into a terrifying and bewildering nightmare while being completely lucid. She was brought back to reality by Eldorus, who comforted her. And as the next day started, Eldorus and Adric entered into a fun sparring match. Though it was brief, Adric took the win as Eldorus did a huge slide across the deck and fell overboard. And as Adric was declared the winner by the announcer Nanette, that's where we <laughs> pick up again. And Jewel is currently cheering and running circles around both of you. Aww. 
<laughs> well, I guess that worked out. How does it feel to be a winner? Awesome. He strikes a pose. <laughs> yeah, your nice. your cape of billowing wind. You Nanette, you don't feel any wind right now, but you see Adric's cape begins to flutter as he strikes That's so a pose. Cool. That is so cool. <laughs> you look so cool and dark right now. Yeah, yeah you look I know quite I... epic. Epic? <laughs> yeah, epic. I look that way. And as your cape is fluttering, Adric, it ceases as you don't really have control over this magic <laughs> item. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. So, what else are you guys planning to do today? That is a very good question. Hmm. I was just planning on sailing the ship. Uh, since I feel better, I think I should keep us on track towards that island. No, oh, yes, that's fair, actually. Um, hey, Nanette, uh, uh, you have that little, uh, cursed thing, right? Yeah, the shell. How about we look at that for a second? Because I'm still curious about that. Um. Okay. Sure. And then that kind of takes out the shell from her bag. As you pull it out, you, Adric, would see it's a very plain and simple conch shell. But right, right. now... There's a cold mist apparating from the opening. Uh, it looks so normal, and then... Yeah. How no, you really it... should look into the type of people you talk to. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really expect it to get like this. Does the show mm -hmm. feel cold? Does it feel anything In your hand, different? It feels like ice. It feels like a... It's a different type of cold. Whether you can discern what it really invokes, I would say you would have to roll for that. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, do you, you want to roll for it? Sure. Yeah. Give me an Arcana check. Arcana, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> As you feel into the magic that is held within the shell, what used to feel like a comforting emotion invoked by the magic within the shell now feels like the cold grasp of something darker, something leaning more towards the darker parts of magic as a whole. Oh. It doesn't seem 
Well, no. With that role, you wouldn't get any further than this is a <laughs> darker type of magic. Well, um... This conch shell... It used to be something comforting to me, but... This magic, it feels... Darker. I'm not really sure how else to describe it. I think I can get a gist of what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. That's strange. But I'm I mean, not sure wasn't he always kind of eerie and like this? So why now? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what me listening to it did. Well, maybe that was it. Maybe you peering into it kind of triggered it. I... I guess. I wonder That's if it strange. was intentional in some way. But I don't really know why it would start now. Yeah. By the way, that is one really creepy little item. <laughs> yeah. I have never wanted to get rid of it more than now. Edric suddenly grabs it and throws it across again. Um, Edric, <laughs> as you go to grasp it, uh, you immediately feel as this icy magic blitzes into your feathers. Piercing Patrick. through your hand. Ow! And I'm going to roll the damage. That's exactly like what happened to Aldoris. Blech. You take 10 damage, Adric. Oh my Whoa. god. Ew. Oh my god, Jeez. And as you okay. drop it from the pain... It is immediately sucked back to Nanette's palm. What the? What? Nanette kind of, like, looks at the shell and she goes, Stop that! I don't and think I can hear you. As you do say that, the warbling inside of the shell, just as it has been for these last few hours, subtly goes, Vroom. 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 What does that even mean? What is it weird? Adric, you cannot hear what you You- oh my god. <gasps> You're going through a break. Down. What? <laughs> you hear- you're hearing things. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> the voice. Bad ending. <laughs> Bad ending. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. Maybe it's something having to do with Delir, but not really. I don't know. I think it just didn't like me separating you from it. I guess. Stubborn thing. Mm hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I don't really know what to do about it right now, but... What if you tried breaking it with your hands? Actually, let's not do that. I... 
I, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little afraid of what might happen if I do, unless it just fixes itself. You know what? Considering what I, it, it just did, probably so. Yeah. It's I even want an to experiment with you for so another bad. time, I guess. I... I don't... I don't know. Yeah. Nothing hurt. I guess that's what I get for trying to draw a very cursed item. Oh, uh, here. Let me help you. And then I'm gonna it use right. silk and touch. Uh, Nunat, as you go to cast the spell, roll me a d20. A d20? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. oh boy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. And I'm going to ask you to roll me a d100. <laughs> oh, Lord. What is going on? Uh oh, I think D100? I know. What this is. Yes, just a D hundred. What the heck? Okay. Uh -oh. As you, what did I just do? Cast the spell. You see, as you begin to levitate into the air. What uh, the uh, what? <laughs> what? Nanette? Um, help! Oh, don't! Um, oh, no, what, what is happening? Or something. She's floating? El Eldoras go runs over and is going to try to grab you. Um, uh, I'd say he can just grab you. Uh, yeah, he, he grabs you by the foot and keeps you close to the ground. <laughs> Why did you start levitating? Um. Well. I just. I, I casted a spell, and this is the side effect, I guess. Um. Interesting. And, I guess uh, this isn't. Adric, you do get healed for what um, Nanette did heal you for. Oh. I don't I don't think it was much. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a three. That's good. Uh well, um I suppose this isn't the first instance that something similar has happened. Maybe not the floating, but this, this is not the first instance. No, when was the last time? Um. Let me see. Uh. Hmm. Uh, Nanette, do you try to call back an instance of this happening? Yes. Um. Give me an intelligence check. Okay. Oh. Wow. My <laughs> for gore. My for um, As you try to call back to an instance of this happening, your brain feels fuzzy 
and you can remember the sensation of your magic becoming unruly. But you can't quite pinpoint a very specific memory. Well, I I can't really remember a specific scenario, but I do know that it's happened before. Oh. Okay, um... Yeah. Let's try to not let you float away like a balloon again. Yeah. I would I would prefer that. I like to stay grounded. Yeah, um uh, do you know how long this typically lasts for? Eldora says from underneath you. <laughs> um No. No? I, I mean, how, how long do, do spells usually last for? Like, 5, 10, 15 minutes? Maybe 20? Alright, we're gonna need a rope. Oh. <laughs> I'll go get that. Right, thank you, Adric. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's all right. Where I, was it? Uh, the rope is um downstairs in the uh, storage room. Oh, same. Okay. Yes. We should probably keep a spool of that up up above deck. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Especially if we. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll go get that. As you um run downstairs you break into the storage room you run past uh <laughs> or i don't know if you're running but you go past just, yeah just you take a, a casual walk you pass kishi because you go well kishi isn't really paying you any mind he is just more fiddling with something fiddling with something yeah He's fiddling with something, correct? Uh, huh. Do you, you peep over at him? Probably. Um, as you peep over at him, Nosey. you see he he is tying a string. He is like knotting strings, and you can see that there are several knots along this one string. He's practicing. Okay, and he's also gonna... humming. You hear him going. I'm not gonna interrupt him. I don't want him to <laughs> choke slam me like he did that poor cat. You, and he like. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you you walk past Kishi, and you quickly can find the rope. It's in a spool on the floor right next to one of the crates. Oh, there it is. Okay. And he picks it up and he heads on back. As you walk back upwards, you see Eldoris is just holding on to Nanette's foot as she is hovering in the air. This is so Whoa. embarrassing. Still floating. Yeah. I really wonder how far you would float. 
but it's not something I'll to test it out, please. No, yes, I, I won't. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> All right, well, I have the rope, so... Nah, you can just hand it here. Yeah. Okay. And you hand Eldorus the rope, and I'm going to roll how well he can tie... Well, oh, it... God. Yeah, no, he should roll for this. It's not bad. <laughs> he ties the rope around it's your okay. waist, and then he wraps it around his blade as he drops it onto the deck. And you feel stationary. You are just flying like a kite, Annette. Wow. <laughs> I'm really catching the wind. And Jewel <laughs> goes, That's really cool. Can I do that? Um, uh, I can lift you in the air, I guess. But I want to fly. Here, uh, no, bring I, her I here. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Um, <laughs> you lift Jewel up on Annette. Uh, you lift Jewel over to um, Annette. And Annette, you can pick her up fairly easily. She is light. And she goes, Wee! And then it kind of lifts her up like the one scene in The Lion King. <laughs> she is like, her arms are to the side. She's full, like, airplane. Flying. That's adorable. Oh, my this God. This is the closest I'm going to get to a jetpack. Yeah. Maybe my brother could make you one eventually. I don't know. He likes making little Wait. weird things. Mako can make things like that? I mean... Not a stuff like that yet. Yet. If Mako can make me a jetpack, oh my god, that'd be so awesome. Maybe in the future. He's still working on getting better at his inventions and stuff. I I can't wait to see him at, at least try. Hopefully, it doesn't blow up. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, yeah, that's that would so be bad. <laughs> and as uh, Jewel is flying with you, Nanette, I'd say <laughs> Eldorus goes back to the steering wheel and begins <laughs> to continue piloting the ship straight toward the horizon. And he stares at the Just compass. Flying in the wind. <laughs> yeah, actually, as Eldorus pumps his magic into the boat, as the arcana begins to flood through each plank, as sparkles begin to emanate from it, you suddenly feel a huge gust of wind Whoa. slap against you, and you oh. fly forwards a little bit. Nanette. No. Oh my goodness. Oh, sorry. I forgot that if I steal a ship like this, you're going to fly. Yeah, um... It's kind of a problem. Yeah, you are just being flung around by the speed <laughs> of the wind. End already. <laughs> um, and uh, before the spell ends, Adric, what do you go to do, or do you just supervise? <laughs> you hold onto the rope. <laughs> yeah, you you hold onto the rope, trying to make sure it doesn't slip off. Um. And around 10 minutes of 
fighting back and forth with this. Uh, Nanette, you float towards the ground, gently landing. Finally! Oh, is it finally over? Yeah. I feel like a person again. I didn't really like being a balloon. Well, I guess it was more of a kite with the way you were moving. Oh, that's even worse. Fair enough. It is funny, though. Uh-huh. It was pretty funny, I'm not going to lie. Uh. At least, at least she enjoyed it. That was awesome! Yeah. I... Maybe if it ever happens again. Oh my god, if you do that, and then we fly up in the air, and then I can do archery while up there. That sounds really cool, actually. Don't be like a turret. Though, (laughs) like a turret, yes. (laughs) Though, I'm not really sure how far I could go before I would eventually stop. I'm sure Eldorus will get rope again. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose so. Maybe I mean El- Eldorus is more of the the flying type, I think. Oh yes, I can fly. I forgot I could fly. <laughs> Holy shit, I could fly. Yeah, and you can walk on water. Well, I knew I could do that. It's in the name, Eldorus walk. I mean, Eldorus sea walk dragon. What? Walk, walk. <laughs> I didn't say that. What did you hear that? You. Uh, he you blinks I... once and then boop with one eye and blinks no, another time I... with the other. Okay. <laughs> I know what I heard. Walk, walk. Walk, walk. <laughs> walk, walk. It's a lot of walking. That reminds me of that one song I was working on. What? You were working on a song? Yes, I was working on a song. I was workshopping it with Jewel, but uh, she didn't seem to like it that much. Oh. Oh, was it on that island? Uh, yes, goless. Well, how did it go? Ah, yes, it goes like this. I can walk on water. I can fly. I can uh, keep fighting till I die. Da, 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 da. I'm already dead, though. That's pretty much how it goes. Wow. Really, um... Creative. I like Very. it. I, I really put my heart into it. You should hear Gao sing, though. He goes crazy. Gao can sing? A cat? Yeah. Yep, yep. Like, how... It's pretty good. He's made some catchy tunes. What? Okay. And then cut to Gao. He's like, he's on top of the railing, sleeping with his stomach up to the sky. Aww. And he's like he's twitching. A little easy. I feel like those lyrics must be very limited. You know, I've never heard him utter a word than Gao. 
I mean, yeah, that, I, that might be the only thing he can say. I'm sure if he could talk, he'd say wondrous things, though. Hmm. Like, I could talk like to him. How you can you talk all to him? You can talk to it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I have a spell that lets me talk to animals. I haven't used it in a long time, but I have it. That's impressive. That is should. really awesome. Uh, uh, what? Huh? You should try it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe when he wakes up. Oh, yeah, that's respectable enough. And, uh, what do you guys want to do during your free time today? Oh, good question. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to do it today or if I want to do it the next day. I... I can, um... I can attune to that ring, right? Yes, you can attune to that ring. I think I want to do that. Alright. Uh, so we'll start off with Nanette. Adric, you can consider what you want to do in the meantime. Good, okay. All right. So, uh, Ninette, where do you go to find peace of mind to attune to this ring? Hmm. I guess back to the captain's quarters? You walk into the captain's quarters, and no one's currently in here. It's just you and yourself. It's nice. And as you set up... Uh... You, I would say, do you just sit on the bed, or do you, like, set up on the floor, or even on the hammock? Mm. I think I'll sit on the hammock. Okay. As you sit on the hammock, and you begin to stare at this ring, you feel as if its magic is trying to connect, like, wires to yours. You can faintly see these sinewy branches of arcane light, golden wisps of energy looking much like red bulks, trying to connect with yours. And as you stare into it and watch as these branches of Arcan slowly begin, to meld to yours. The ring fully slides onto your finger. And you see the emblem of the turtle grows on it. And as it does, you feel as if this magic barrier is surrounding you with protective and warm light. That's awesome. And you can set the ring as a tuned and equip it. Yippee! And that is going to take around an hour or so of just focusing on that ring. Awesome. I love a straight hour of staring at a ring. Yeah, you just stare at the ring. Pictures of Regvalk start popping into your head. Aw. I miss that guy. Aww. 
and for brief oh, no, moments for brief moments as you are thinking of Regvalk and staring at the ring you just feel that connection towards his magic that arcana and you also feel it on the compass he gave and we will cut to Adric what are you going to do well, in my case, I'm going to be tuning the very awesome cave. Uh, where are you going for some peace of mind? I think he would go on the bird's nest. On the bird's nest. You crawl up to the bird's nest. And as you get up there, you see a black feather on the floor. Okay, buddy. I don't like. Okay, um, he looks at it for a second before picking it up. As you pick it up, you notice that the feather is perfectly aligned with the color of yours, and instead of your own magic flowing through it, you see glints of light, only reminiscent. Of your brothers. And oh. you feel the warmness. You feel the kindness. And as you look at it, give me an arcana check. Okay, buddy. Uh, Alright. As you stare into it, you feel brief emotion you feel fear you feel dread you feel a tiny bit of hope but primarily you feel scared he sitting with his feather and he looks at it but to himself he thinks we are coming for you, and I will make sure they don't even take further from you. As you whisper these words into the feather, as you think these words while holding the feather, you see as the arcana that belonged to Mako begin to trickle off of it, flowing like sands along the wind. my brother and as you do you just pocket the feather yeah you just put the uh, feather into your pack you begin to focus more on the feathery cape adorned across your shoulders and as you begin to Clear your mind and sit with it for a bit. You begin to see a slightly different thing. You try your best to clear your mind of what the feather was showing you. But it's this overwhelming sensation 
of nostalgia and want for the past. As you close your eyes and as you open them, you are in a familiar surrounding. And for this segment, I'll have you play the child monka. Okay. And Mako, you are currently running along the courtyard of your huge castle. And out of the corner, a shadow leaps from the corner. And you feel a thud slam against your back. And you feel the sensation of a snowball drip off your back. Oh, what? And he turns in the direction. And you see Adric smiling, tossing a snowball up and down. I got you, you can't that just time. Sneak up on me like that. I think I can. Uh, no, you can't. And he goes to pick up uh, snow and mold it into a snowball. As you mold this snow into a ball, you quickly fling it at Adric. I want you to give me a uh. A normal d20 with your dexterity stat. You could just roll a dexterity check. Okay. Alright. <laughs> you ball up this snow, and you throw it against Adric's face. And <laughs> as the snow begins to slide off, he goes, Oh, you're gonna get it now! And yeah. he begins to chase you along the snow. Uh-oh. He books it. And as your feet begin to patter along the snow, running across, Adric goes, wait up for me. Don't wanna. You gotta get me first. And you take a sharp corner along one of the castle walls. And you bump into a figure. (laughs) And what you see is a familiar, familiar figure. Long black feathers that turn fuzzy at the back of his head. Brilliant red eyes that glare down through furrowed brows. And black tinted circular glasses that are sitting atop his beak. He has a very large and full frame with his chest puffed out. The feathers on his chest are spilling out of his tight bun coat. The tailcoat of the tailcoat flaps alongside his fluffy tail. And as you look at this man, you fully realize that this is your father, and a fear sets into you. Oh, so, sorry. He, he grabs you up by the scruff and lifts you into the air. 
What did I tell you, boys? Not to play around. You are part of this family. And you have to act a certain way. None of this childish play can be had on these grounds. And as he is scolding you, Adric slides across the snow, slipping into a wall and slamming against it as he is enamored and fearful of your father. Oh, Adric. Oh, oh, um, hi, hi, father. And you... Well, in the grasp of your father, Mako, you feel limp and powerless. And he goes over and he grips Adric the same way. I swear, if I catch you boys bumbling around, ignoring my words again, I don't know what I'm going to do. Is that clear? Yes, that's clear, Father. Mako, I can tell that you are capable of learning. And Adric, I can tell you are capable of battle. But you both need to learn that being one-trick ponies won't get you anywhere in life. And Mako, as you look at Adric, you see a look of anger mixed with fear mixed with defeat as he is trembling. He looks at him and he knows the feeling well before looking down. I'm going to lock you in the rooms for today. What? It's time for the fun to stop. Look at your brothers and sisters. They're out there doing great things while you two meander around. Okay. And he puts you down into the snow, almost forcefully, landing your feet last as your feathery behinds land into the snow. nervously gets up. As you nervously get up, your legs shaking, you see Adric gets up with a little bit more vigor, and he begins to walk solemnly past your father. And... You follow him, or...? He looks at his father before 
continuing to also follow Edric. As you look at your father, you just see his cold, steely gaze, only focused on one thing and one thing alone. And you know very well that you aren't contributing to that right now. And as you turn to face Adric, you see as he sticks his tongue out and blows a raspberry behind your dad's back before continuing onto the room. What the? Okay. He follows after I swear, he really only does care about the others. Right? I mean, they're so bossy and everything. I, they think they're the best and stuff, and because they're so awesome and stuff. Trust me, Mako. One day we're going to be far better than them. It won't even be a competition anymore. Yeah, and then I'm going to laugh about it in their face. Yeah, we're both going to laugh at them. Yeah. And he high-fives you as you guys continue on to the room. And, Adric, as you snap into reality, you are staring face-to-face with the shield emblem on the cape. And you see as the metal begins to transform and take shape into something vastly different. You see as two feathers are intertwined with each other within the emblem of this cape. And you see as red streaks completely, or not completely, but red streaks run through certain feathers on the top and bottom of the cape. And as you sit there, Adric, you have fully realized that this item is now truly yours and yours alone. I just like it. And as you don it, you feel a connection to the feather that you picked up form with this cape as you were enveloped by the familiar aura of your brother. It really does remind me of it. And, Adric, I will say, after that, and the feather you picked up, this cape gains another trait. Mm -hmm. And you can feel it as the cape billows in the wind. You feel as new wings are forming beneath them. Huh. 
And you can now fly again. Are those wings? Do you outstretch them? Yeah. As you start to outstretch the wings, you feel as the cape begins to... It feels like it's tearing. As feathers take the place of the silken fabrics. And you see a bony structure of wings flap out from behind. You see red aura begin to leak from these wings. And you feel as if they truly are yours and Mako's to be had. Now, isn't that interesting? Oh, he's going to be excited to see these. And so as awesome. you relax your back muscles, you see the wings fall to the side and the tears in the cape reform. Alright, well, that's going to be more useful for me, too. And as you stand up, you are looking at a boundless horizon before you. Well, so much more to see and so much more to do to find that little man. And that little man. Uh, that little man. <laughs> and do you guys both go back to the deck of the ship? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Both of your attunements took around the same time. And cool. as you rejoin on the deck of the ship, you see Eldorus is steering. You see Jewel is laying on the deck right next to Gao. And they have this old game set up. And hmm? Jewel seems to be trying to teach Gao how to play the game. Uh, <laughs> teaching him. And Gao is just sucking on the pieces. Oh my god. Um, what are you... What are you trying to teach him? Oh, it's a little game I used to play with my mom. And she holds it to you, and you see this basically chess set. With little dragons as the kings, you see little kobolds as the pawns, and she places it back down and she goes, I don't think he likes the game very much. Nanette kind of like turns to Gao. And He's just <laughs> sucking on a piece. <laughs> I, I'm not sure he understands. Really? Um, He's beaten me twice though. He's <laughs> by what means? I mean, he almost ate the the king, and then he uh, <laughs> he put his paw on my head, and then put me down. 
Is oh is God. that how you normally win the game? No. <laughs> I just figured they were special mm -hmm. rules he made. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think he's really, he's really breaking the system. He spits out the piece and he goes, "Gal." <laughs> Ah, he won again. Uh, well, um... You... You sure do just eat anything, do you? Gal. Gal, gal. <laughs> gal. Wait, Annette. Aren't you gonna do the little, uh... thing? Oh! Oh, right, the spell! Alright. Let's see. Let's see if I remember how to do this. Nanette kind of crouches down to um, Gao's level, and I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. As you cast the spell, what does it look like? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> um, hmm. Well, I'm, I'm imagining it like one of those images where it's like they're looking at each other and then there's like a wave of magic between them. <laughs> you form this like, you form this, you see as your magic outstretches to touch into Gauss. And as these synapses form, bridging your arcana with his, he looks at you with big eyes. Um, I, I think I should be able to speak to you now. What? What? I, I can, I can talk to you. That's, you can that's understand the, me. Uh, yes, yes, I can understand you. I wasn't expecting you to sound like this. How wonderful. I've been trying to get my ideas across for so long. Oh, oh, okay. Your ideas. This little infant keeps trying to teach me this game. <laughs> However, I have no interest in this game. Oh. Then um, what is he saying? What, uh. Hmm. Well, I mean, you, you, you could have walked away, maybe? You didn't have to eat the pieces and then beat her multiple times she keeps following me wherever i go <laughs> how am oh. i supposed to evade a creature as persistent as this one well um <laughs> that's a good point i suppose if i go down below deck the scary man will get me once again <laughs> oh, i do fear him scary <laughs> oh well, um I on another note, uh what what's it what's it like being Gao? I am living the life besides you people forgetting to feed me all the time. Mm. I, yeah. Um what would you feel better if we started taking you with us from now on? 
I would dearly appreciate that. But do not expect me to contribute to combat, for I value my sweet little paws. Okay. You know, fair enough, I suppose. Look at these little things. And he holds out a pot and then squeezes the air. <laughs> They're very cute. Very delicate. Soft. Oh Even the God. wood of the ship splinters. It hurts me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure one day um, we'll have a, a ship with less splinters. If we do get the chance, I would very, very appreciate a new ship for my little peepaws. We'll be able to step across them real nice. Oh my god. <laughs> hmm. Noted. Um. Well, um. Uh, uh, um. Uh, what should I ask him? Um, ask him about, uh, Eldoris. Oh, uh, Eldoris, what do you think about him? Oh, that guy, he is very awesome. He took me in after I saved him from the ocean. You, you saved him from the ocean? Yes, I found man sleeping in wave, so I saved man. Now man give me fish occasionally, when he does not forget. <laughs> well, um... Once... Once we start taking you with us, uh... There will be less, um, forgetting. I can assure you. Good. I hope so. I get so hungry, my tummy do be rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, little guy. <laughs> I really don't mean to forget. My Mima and Peepa would never, ever, ever forget me food. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we certainly have something to live up to. Yes, for I derive my name from Mimima. I am so Sir Gawius the Third. Oh, Sir Gawius the Third. That sounds very royal. Very dignified. Uh huh. Can you tell that man to stop, to stop stealing my fish? That 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 man. Old. Oh, old. He. He steals your fish? I see him reach into the barrel. He cook his own fish. And then he looks at me and chews very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... I only attacked him once because I was defending my territory. But now he threatens me. <laughs> I, I can try, but I, I can't really guarantee anything he is. Kind of scary. Very scary. Threatened me so much. Tried to put glasses on my poor little eyes. Oh. <laughs> you don't, um... Glasses don't really work for you, do they? 
he shakes his head. No. I can see underwater and in dark very easy. Putting glasses on me blinds me. I see. Last time he strapped the glasses to my poor little head and I bonked all over. Uh, when did that happen? Well, you guys were away before he wrestled me. Oh. A, a lot must have happened while we were gone. The torment was endless. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure they'd look good uh, sitting on your head like I have mine. Perhaps. I would consider wearing them as a fashion statement. Otherwise, I will... Gal, gal, gal. Gal, gal. Oh. And you see this spell oh. fizzles out and ends. Oh. I'm okay. I'm I'm sorry, Gal. I can't understand you anymore. Gal. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm oh, sorry. I'll try it again another time. And then she pats his head. He nods. He looks at you like he has made a friend for life, and he begins circling your feet. Oh. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh. Well, I'm guessing you had a very interesting conversation. Yeah, he's very, um... He's he's weirdly eloquent. <laughs> it, the, the cat is eloquent. He said his name was Sir Gawius the Third. That is a very respectable name. What? What did? Wait, 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 wait a minute. What did you just say? Oh, uh, Gao. When I was talking to him, he told me his name was Sir Gaius the Third. That is absolutely precious. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I'm still gonna call you Gao, though. And Gao looks at him and goes, Gao, and nods. <laughs> I'm sure he's he's used to it by now. Gow, 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 gow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always did have a feeling that he was looking down at me when I spoke to him. Oh. <laughs> gow. Yeah, he does... He holds a lot of... stuff. So what else did he say? Well, um... He was talking about, uh... Kishi stealing his fish and then strapping glasses to him and watching him walk into walls. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gao, it's not that funny. <clears throat> it's not that funny. Eldoras begins to fall onto the. No, it's not that funny. <laughs> How are you not laughing at that? That is funny as shit. Not going to lie, that is pretty hilarious. Gal looks straight faced. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Gal. <laughs> He walks away. Oh. <laughs> he goes up to the, the uh, tip of the ship and lays down there. Well, um, 
Eldorus, he also said that he thinks you're very awesome. Oh, God damn it! why do I have to make fun of him? I'm sorry, Gao! Gao, 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 Gao! And, he, uh, but he did complain about, uh, you and us repeatedly forgetting to feed him. Oh. Oh, God. That makes a lot of sense. You know, oh. now knowing that he can talk to you really makes that bad. It makes that really bad. He, yeah, <laughs> it, uh... It really does. But, um, he said that he would appreciate if we brought him with us. I mean, he wouldn't help with anything combat-related because he doesn't want to ruin his pee-paws. But, uh, <laughs> that's what he said! <laughs> he, he fucking starts holding his stomach like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> He's peepaws! Oh yes. my god. That's his, one his, funny fucking cat. His dainty little peepaws. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, also, um, the boat seems to give him a lot of splinters and they hurt. Oh, they hurt oh. his peepaws. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, maybe it is time for us to consider a new ship. Yeah, maybe. If it I was getting a little crowded. Yeah, if I wasn't, um, how much de debt am I in? A hundred gold in debt. I would oh, very yeah. easily consider a ship right now. Priorities. We'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can steal one. Maybe we can steal one. Oh. I don't, well, I don't know about that, but. Right, right, bad, bad, that's bad, that's not good, not good, Eldorus. Yeah, but it, it's, it's okay, we'll get one somehow, by means. I'm sure, I'm sure we will. We do need a new ship to hang up the Jolly Roger, though. That thing has to fly on a beauty of a ship. Oh, oh a right. Jolly Roger? Oh, yes, I designed one when I was, uh, just sitting on the chair down below, and nothing more. Oh, well, All right. Well, that does sound good, though. Yeah, here, take a look. And he unfurls a paper... That was in his back pocket, and you see the very same Jolly Roger. Isn't it cool? Him. Oh, that does look pretty cool. I tried to capture everyone's essence. Uh, and yours is the, the bone wing right there. Oh, those look like mine, so I just got them today. You what? You just He, like, unfolds his The What? Jewel immediately gets up from the floor, spills over the the um, dragon uh, chess game, and then sprints over. What? That's yeah. awesome. Well, I was attuning to that uh, the cape, and you know, but my wings are here. 
That's absolutely awesome. Wait. Thank you. So everyone here can fly besides me? And I uh, guess Kishi? I mean, I, I can't really fly. It was kind of an accident. It was a cool accident. Uh, yeah, but it's not really something I could control, so I, I wouldn't count that. Huh. One day you'll be able to fly just like uh, uh, um, Adric and Eldorus. <laughs> and she pats your back like she's comforting you, but you don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I will. Mama said that one day when I grow big, I'm gonna grow wings too. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I really hope so. But for now, I'm really banking on that jetpack. Yeah, it can yeah. be like your That's temporary so wings. That sounds awesome. One day <sighs> I'll get that jetpack. Yep. For now, you can just have me or Adric fly you around. If Adric's okay with that. Uh, yes, I think I'd be fine. And she holds out a hand to you. We're gonna be an air machine gun. <laughs> Alright, that sounds pretty awesome, I'm not gonna lie. An air machine gun? And... <laughs> you just get uh, more dangerous. You know, I aim to be, uh, I aim to be really helpful when we're all fighting together. Ooh, you, mm. Something doesn't really sit right about me encouraging you to fight things with us. Um, but I, I'm coming with you guys on adventures, so I should be able to fight. <laughs> But you're also a, a, a teeny tiny baby. Little baby. <laughs> but I can shoot arrows really good. As long as you're not in danger. Maybe, and um... Maybe some... Some armor might be a good investment. Yes, on the next island we go to, we should definitely find cobalt-sized armor. If we can't find that, we'll probably have to have it custom-made. Yeah. It'd be worth the price, though. Well, besides that, Dad. Duh. <laughs> I'm not even gonna enjoy those levels. I have some gold to spare. Not, it won't be enough to cover it all, but... I do have some to cover at least half of it. Oh, well, well maybe. That's... Yeah, that's good. But maybe we should do some, uh, uh, some little things here and there for people, for money. Yes, that is fair. Hmm. I mean. We don't need all of those lemons, right? Maybe we can sell them back to people. 
Maybe that is a good Maybe in juice form. Lemonade. Yeah, a lemonade stand. Maybe Something you like specifically that. could do that. I mean, it would be a very, very important job. Oh, for sure. I knew yeah, it. I know. I was going to be the money maker very, here. Very important job, right? Yeah, of course. And she like, you see it on her like little stubby fingers. There are like sharp talons on it, and she like squeezes them. She's like, I'm perfect for juicing. Yeah. Alright, let makes out pretty much what we need. And I mean, who can say no to that face? She oh smiles God, and like not... her scales sparkle. Exactly. Oh. Yep, that's perfect. Well, uh, Jewel, if you want to take over the kitchen, you can go make some lemonade in there and then when we stop at a, a port, you can... We'll set up a stand for you. That sounds amazing! I have so much energy I need to get out, too. Well, go crazy. Yippee! And she begins to jump in the air and then run down uh, the sand. <laughs> it's so cute! It's so cute! And, uh, what else are you guys going to do for your day? Unless it is getting pretty late. The sun yeah. begins to set. Um, so, uh, anything else you guys want to do or call it a night? Mm, I think I'll just save it for tomorrow. No. As... <laughs> Uh, Nanette, yeah, what are, do you want to do anything else tonight? Or just uh, hit the hay? Yeah, I think I'll just call tonight. As you guys go over to um, the captain's quarters and begin to call it tonight, Eldorus tells you guys both goodnight as you walk past. Um, the sun begins to set over the horizon, casting a hue of pinks and orange across the Carex seas as it glimmers and shines as the sun frails across it and Eldora sails the ship straight forward to your destination and as you guys get into the hammocks and get ready to call it a night I want you Nanette Give me a little wisdom save. Uh -oh. um, what? A wisdom uh -oh. save? Give me a little, little wisdom save, please. A little okay. wisdom save. Oh, that's very little. That is uh -oh. so tiny. That's so no. little. So My rolls are not, are not good. They're never good. <laughs> As you... Lay in this hammock, alone. Oh, Lord. With only your thoughts to occupy. As Adric almost instantly falls asleep, you hear the swaying of the ship. You hear the 
dulcet tones of waves slapping across the hull. You hear the hum of Eldor through the door as it slowly fades out of earshot. And then you hear a familiar sound. Oh, God. Is it just... And it keeps reverberating. It's almost so deafeningly loud that your ears even start to ring a little bit. Uh, I want to just cover my ears. You tried to cover your ears, and as you do, you feel a sensation other than your hand against them. You feel the shell pouring cold mist across your face. And then that kind of just looks at the shell, or at least what feels like the shell. And you very much see that same ornate shell glittering with fresh specks of ice across its keratin. And I'm just going to try to put it back in the bag. As you do, you reach over to the floor where your bag is sat. And your hand with the shell just touches the floor. And a cold mist wraps around your hand. What? What's going on? And what do you do? Um What what do my surroundings look like? Are they just the same or As you look around, you see the dark interior of the ship. No none of the lanterns are on. Nothing in sight. You see Aldoris's bed is completely barren and empty. And there's even a layer of frost across it. And you see Adric is missing from his hammock. And oh, there's no sight of Kishi. And there is no sight of even Jewel, who would have went to bed by Not again. You see as blue light is streaming in through one of the portholes. Reminiscent of the moon. Can I... Can I look through it? Um... You can look through it from this angle. And you see 
It is indeed the moon. And a very familiar set of stars. Oh. <sighs> okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. It's just it's just visions. I'm just gonna get up off the hammock, I guess. As you expect your feet to meet with the wood of the ship, you are only met with the crunch of sand. Uh. Uh-huh. And breaking away from the surround, one by one the planks fall and change into Uh. sand. The hammocks detach and fall. And you are on the beaches of Lavenel. Uh, what? Why am I... Why am I here? You see twinkling beneath the sand. You see to your left is the lighthouse with the cliff. You see the seeds are shimmering with their beauty and their luster. Another thing you see towards your right is your ship crash into the sand. Ah, uh, uh, what? You see Eldorus's ship, your ship, crashed into the sand, debris strewn across bits of the beach. Um, the portholes shattered. Can I can I go towards it? As you walk towards it, the beach almost stretches beneath your feet as the sand prolongs your walking. <clears throat> but after persistence, you make it towards the ship. And what are you doing as you approach this debris field? I guess just looking for any sign of life or anything like that. Roll me an investigation check, please. Okay. As you look around for signs of light, you walk around the circumference of the ship, which seems to be face down to the sand, as if it was thrown here by a massive wave. You... Look across the deck, which is now pointing straight toward the sky. And you see a frost trails from the deck. And you see from this angle a figure frozen to the steering wheel. Huh? 
you can barely make out the features of this person through this glazed and frosty ice from here. Um. Can I try to get closer? The ship is currently capsized, and the entirety of the front of it is laying in the sand. So I'm going to have you roll me an athletics check to try to climb upwards. Okay, I'm not good at this. All right. And of course, okay. You struggle your fingers laying into the splinting wood of the ship, the worn and faded wood. You feel as if each time you pull yourself upwards, you get more and more splints of this in your fingers. Feeling like sharp knives digging into your skin. But the curiosity overtakes you and you climb upwards. And as you stand on the railing, overlooking this figure, you see that there is a glaze of frost where the face of this figure would be. Any any other discerning features I can make out? This is a relatively shorter figure. Almost like a little bit taller than Jewel. Or not a little bit. Jewel's really short, but taller than Jewel, shorter than anyone else on the ship. Oh, hey. And that's it? Nothing else? Um, I will let you know now. You can wipe away the mist that is formed on the ice. Oh. Okay, I'll, I'll do that then. As you take your hand and slowly reach towards it you rub away at the frost it chills your fingers and looking you straight in the eyes is the childlike figure of Delir what? you see his soft blue eyes clouded with tears that have been frozen eternally into place. You see blood dripping from his chest as if his own heart has been gouged out. The ice is particularly red over his heart. And as you stare into his light blue eyes, 
you feel a falling sensation as you hit into another familiar place. You are on the lighthouse. The moss that is spread across it looks much more thin, not as overtaken as it was before. Mm -hmm. And you see, sitting right next to you, that childlike delirium. You see, hung around his neck, almost catching your eye as the moon glints off of it, is a sapphire. A sapphire gem. Ah. It's... Is you anything do f- happening, or...? You feel a dissonant warbling coming from this sapphire. Oh. You hear... Whoa. Coming from it. closer look at it? You lean over. You look at Delir. You see the sapphire is hanging over a cavity ripped into his chest. And you hear as whispers flood into your ear. And it sounds like a thousand Voices are whispering. What? You feel as if you are beckoned to touch the gem. Um. Okay. By the way, you would definitely be feeling sick to your core at this sight. I can imagine. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll reach for it. As you reach for him, you feel a shock. You see uh. visions. You feel... You see things such in a way that it feels like you have witnessed a thousand lifetimes in one <laughs> second. You feel pain. You feel anguish. You feel dread. You feel fear 
you feel resentment. And as all of these emotions course into you, you see the child Delir closes his eyes and smiles and reaches a bloody hand to your cheek. It's not your time to wear this burden. And you awaken in a sweat in your hammock. I kind of like reach for my cheek a little bit and feel it. You feel a warm sensation. You feel the touch of someone. You feel a sensation that you felt so many times before. And everyone's everyone's here now. You look to your right. You see Advent. You look laying right next to you. His little jewel. And laying in Aldoris's bed is Kishi. My god. I I don't know how I try to even go back to sleep after seeing something like that. You feel restless. You feel tired at the same time. But the main thing that I believe would be clouding your heart is anxiety. Yeah. What? What did that even mean? I guess I'm just going to try to, uh, get up. Um, and you're being just as delicate as ever to not awaken Jewel, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. As you get up, you see her claws are kind of drenched in yellow juice. (laughs) Um, and you, you, you do smell like lemons now. Okay. Well, I'll take it. (laughs) And as you stand on the wood without making a sound, what are you doing? I am going to step outside. As you step outside, you see Eldorus steering the ship, staring at a compass. And he turns back to look at you. And he goes, Well, you look like you've seen a ghost. Was it me? No. Uh, well, I, I... It was... I had a bit of a nightmare. That's all. Would you want to talk about it? Yeah. I'm sure prolonging our travel just one day wouldn't hurt anyone. And he steps off the plate, 
making a little clink sound. And he walks over to the side of the ship and throws in an anchor. And the sails furl upwards, tying against the mast. And Eldorus says, do you want to take it downstairs or would you like a view? What is you telling me about? I think um, up here is fine. He leans against the railing. Um, Do tell. So, it it was a lot. Um, you know that uh, that time when I started, you know yelling out of nowhere and sitting down all scared and stuff. Well, um, it was kind of like that, uh, but somehow even worse. Um, I, I was awake, obviously not actually, but I was awake and everyone was gone and I suddenly just I had that shell in my hand again and I felt that same kind of frost and as I I tried to get up out of my hammock and um Suddenly, I was back on La Vanilla, and I saw, well, the island looked pretty much the same as normal, but I saw this, the ship, um, uh, kind of crashed into the sand. And I saw someone frozen at the wheel, and so I went to go look, and as I got a good look at his face, um, I saw Delir, but like, when he was younger, and there was ice all around him and right around where his heart was it was it was red and um uh, it gets worse um then i suddenly was on uh, on the lighthouse um on the island and uh well, we were, like, sitting next to each other, and he was wearing a, a sapphire, I think it was, necklace. And I kind of gravitated towards it. And as I, as I looked at him, um, <clears throat> I, uh, 
I saw it. He, he had this, this, this cavity in his chest. And it was uh, sickening, to say the least. And I went to touch the necklace and I felt so many emotions like fear and sadness and anguish and even resentment and then at the very end he reached for my face and he said something really weird something like it's not your time to bear this burden or something like that and then i woke up and as she says that she kind of turns towards Eldorus. And as you look him in the eyes, you feel the pounding sensation of resentment once more. But it's quickly dispersed by your own thoughts. And Eldorus grabs you and pulls you into a hug. And that hugs him tight. You are too young, too naive for such thing, for such curses to be happening to Nanette. And he looks you in the eyes, bearing burdens as something we all must do. But this shouldn't be a burden. You should have to carry. I I don't even know what that means. I'm not sure. But all I know is that this curse shouldn't be afflicting you, of all people. You're too kind. I see it in your eyes. When you talk. When you heal. When you joke around, when you even look at Jewel, I see nothing but a kind soul within your heart. And I aspire to be like you. But other than that, all I can say, which is not much, but remember, we're here. And Whatever happens in those dream isn't real. Thank you. Um, I, I really appreciate that. I just, I don't know. I don't know why this is happening. Maybe, maybe, me being the way I am is the whole point. I mean, you've seen how he is. You've seen how he was towards me specifically. I don't know. I don't know if he's 
trying to tell me something or if someone is trying to tell me something. I just... I don't know. One thing I know. Despite me hating to live with all of my soul, I know, deeper than my heart, he was right with what he did to me. And I can tell that within that gaze he held towards you was a child. And maybe he is asking something from you. Maybe someone's asking something from you. But for now, you don't need to worry about anything like that. When the time comes, and he holds your hand within his, his gentle, glowing grasp, you're safe with me, you're safe with Adric, you're safe with the Jewel, and when we get Mako, you're safe with him too. And yeah. even if we might not be at your side, we are always at your side. What? Well, thank you again. And then that gives him another hug. He hugs you back tightly. And it feels like this moment is something that is ingrained in your head. And Eldorus goes, I never got this many hugs in my lifetime and then you give me in two days. So I really appreciate everything you both are doing. And I do have to mention, you said a sapphire, correct? Uh, yeah. He looks up into the sky for a second. Hmm. I feel like I should recognize that. And I'm going to roll something for Eldorus. He isn't good at this. And he is not good at this. Oh. Die. It's slipping my mind. Um. And in this moment, you would hear the creak of a door. Hmm? You see Jewel. You see oh. Jewel with tired eyes. What are you doing? I noticed that the hammock was a lot less comfy. So I got up. Oh, uh, um, <sighs> my cat's screaming. <laughs> oh, I can't even hear him. Okay, um, I'm, I'm sorry for leaving you. I just had 
a, a bit of a bad dream is all. I just felt like I needed to get up for a minute. She walks over to you, almost stumbling on her tired demeanor. And she hugs your leg. We all have bad dreams every now and then, Nanette. And you're one of the coolest and strongest people I know. You'll be okay. Yeah. I'm sure I will. It's just a dream. Yeah. You know, one time I had a bad dream. And it was really scary. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was in this kingdom that's inside of my brain. It's called the Cotton Kingdom. And I'm the queen there. Oh. Okay. And then a big scary dragon was attacking us. And I was left there fighting alone. And when I woke up, I screamed. And some of the pirates aboard the old ship screamed at me. Because, um... I wasn't supposed to be yelling when uh, everyone's sleeping. Yeah? They thought everyone was attacking, and I thought that was really scary. So if I can survive that, you can survive your nightmares. Yeah. I, I know. I'll be fine. Though at the time, that was the most terrifying dream I've ever had. And she <laughs> looks at her hands. I still feel the birds. Well, you won't have to worry about any dragons or being left alone. And she ruffles her hair. She smiles while looking up at you, and she grabs you by the hand. It's bedtime. You need to come back to bed. Uh, Okay, okay, I'll come back to bed. And she leads you over to the hammock and lets you climb in first before she does. But, Nanette, you can't sleep. And, um, roll me a constitution save throw, please. Oh my goodness. It's just one thing after another. Oh, okay. Um, you do not take a point of exhaustion. As you stay up and stare at the seal. Well, Nice. Quietly snoozes on your stomach. It must still feel like a really long time, though. Yeah, it feels like while you are looking up at the ceiling, time is just marching on endlessly and endlessly. And as the morning approaches and a sunset or a sunrise begins to peer over the horizon that's where we will end today's session I knew it I knew it okay Seeing that it is the last few moments you will cherish with me for the time being, 
I, Delius Deadsea, command you to share this, to spread this message with your friends, and to rate it five gleaming stars. May we meet under the stars we once relished.